0: Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today, we have Debbie Spector Weissman. She is a certified Dream Life coach and podcast host. And her mission is to empower dreamers to live a life they love by helping them use their dreams to navigate a pathway to greater success, confidence, purpose, and renewed passion for life. Welcome to the show, Debbie.
1: Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much.
0: You are welcome to the show, Debbie. You are welcome to India in this online form. And I'm sure not just in India, but a lot of people across the globe will want to understand this. What we are talking about will benefit from this. We'll be talking about unlocking the power, of their dreams for success. So my first question or uh, thing to understand from you is what is a dream life coach? You are a certified dream life coach, and then we'll come to the dreams part of it all.
1: Sure. Well, a certified dream life coach is a life coach with an emphasis on helping people understand their dreams, Uh, because I believe that understanding our dreams is the fastest way to understand ourselves. And once we understand ourselves and understand what we want out of life, what we're not getting out of life, what we're missing, you know, whatever the thing is that we're looking for, our dreams are the first step for us to find the answer to that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. People generally say that, you know, uh, don't dream, go and do. So how do you look at calibrate both things? How should we look at? dreams because normally people look at dreams in their own ways in different cultures how do you see dreams as how do you want people to see dreams as but but the fact remains that everybody wants to be successful in doing whatever they uh, they plan or dream of you know i want to understand your your perception your understanding of dreams so that people understand their dreams better
1: right well we all, first of all, we all dream whether we remember our dreams or not. Everybody dreams anywhere from three to nine dreams a night, depending on your sleep cycle. So that's thing number one. We do all dream. When we dream, the conscious part of ourselves, the conscious mind, the mind that we're in right now, speaking with each other, that part shuts down when we sleep. What awakens when we sleep is our subconscious mind and also our visual cortex. When this happens, we are able to have these images, events, whatever happens what during our dreams that we have when we sleep. When we realize that these dreams have meaning and we can use these dreams to help ourselves in our conscious life, that's when the magic happens. I mean, think of it this way. You know, we spend about a third of our life sleeping. Aren't you curious to know what happens during that third of our life? You know, there's there's a whole other inner world that we're living. And uh, my goal is to help my clients merge that inner and outer world so that they can use it to have the success that they want out of life.
0: Right, right. But people say, you know, dreams are dreams. Reality is reality. Come out of your dreams. Live in reality how do you separate the dream part which can be reality and and the real reality the practical aspect of life Uh, how is it that people what is it people generally come to you for Debbie
1: okay well people generally come to me when they're in some sort of a life crisis Um, it could be you know a divorce an emptiness syndrome unemployment retirement or even some other event that makes them question themselves, you know, are are they where they want to be in life? Do, you know, they're missing something, but they're not sure what it is that they're missing. Uh, you know, they, they want to get back to that feeling of, you know, passion that they used to have. Uh, so many different uh, qualities that I help them rediscover. I help them rediscover their confidence, their purpose, their passion, their mission, uh, answers to their problems. But I want to get back to the whole idea of dreams also. And I guess the best way I can answer that is with some examples. Uh, many people in, in world history have done great things that have been the result of their dreams. Uh, for instance, you know, uh, Isaiah Howe invented the sewing machine. Why, how did that okay. happen? were working around it all over the world at the time he was doing it. He had a dream, where uh, some people might even say it was a nightmare, because in this dream there were these, uh, you know, evil people who were following him with spears, like raised over their head, like like this. They're ready to get him with the spears, and he had enough uh, lucidity in the dream that he was able to look up and see that the spears had little holes in them. And when he woke up, that was his aha moment. He said, oh, the thing I was missing was the hole that goes in the needle. And then from that, that's how he developed it. So that's one one example of of how a dream changed things. There's so many examples in in the world of creativity. I'm sure many people know the story of how Paul McCartney came up with the song yesterday in a dream. Uh, He actually had the melody in the dream. He woke up and he started playing with it on the piano. That the words were totally different. The words came later, but he was inspired by the dream. So many things happen, and in my case, I like to say that the dream that changed my life is the reason why I'm talking with you right now.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, I want to understand, Debbie. Then you know, if all dreams are dreams, why do we ha- why have we devised this word called nightmare? You talk about nightmare being the best thing that could happen to one uh, one of us, any one of us.
1: Right. Well, this goes back to that whole idea that dreams are important. Most people don't think dreams are important, which is why they don't remember them. And even though they do dream, like I said, we all dream, most people don't remember their dreams. My theory is that because we all dream all the time, we may have issues going on in our life and we may have had dreams that may have helped us deal with those issues because we didn't remember them. They, they just went away. They're just non-existent. So my belief is that a nightmare is our subconscious's way of saying, you haven't been listening to all these nice dreams I've been giving you for advice. So I'm going to scare you. And because I'm going to scare you, that's how you're going to remember the dream. And so what happens with most people is they'll have the nightmare. It'll scare them. It'll make them feel awful. And then they go through the day feeling awful because they had this terrible nightmare. If you believe that the nightmare has a message for you, and I believe that all nightmares do have messages for you, the message could be a life-affirming, a life-changing, a life-enhancing message. So my plea to everybody who has a nightmare, please pay attention to it and write it down. Uh, and I say that for all dreams, you know, write them down because dreams are ephemeral. And if you don't write it down, even if, if when you wake up, oh, what a dream. It was wonderful. If then you go back to sleep, when you wake up again the next morning, you're going to forget about it. So write it down. Write down that nightmare. Uh, look at it. I have, you know, a way when I, when I uh, deal with people even explaining it now, uh, there's a method on how you can use a nightmare to help yourself. Uh, the first thing is, A, believe it's important. Second, write it down. Third, examine everything about the nightmare. Now, we, we're we speaking English, but in all the world, people speak their own languages. Dreams don't come in the language we speak and They come in the language of symbols. So we have to examine each different aspect of the nightmare and say, well, if you look at it as a symbol, what is that symbol? What does it mean? What does it mean to me? And go through the, make a list and say, well, this one could mean this, this one could mean this. How is it relating to what's going on in your life? And usually, you'll have that nightmare because there is something going on in your life that you're having some kind of concern or upset with. And see if you can make those connections. And go through one at a time and see it. And it may not happen the second you look at it. You may have to think about it. It may take a day to look at it again. Uh, but if you Work on it, you can get that answer. There's another thing you could do with nightmares. You can do a process called recrafting. Recrafting is basically changing the narrative of the nightmare in your conscious mind. You know, let's say you know you have a nightmare that uh, you know you're you're being chased by a herd of elephants. Uh, you can change that nightmare in your waking life. You, to whatever it is that that you will find of service to you. It may be as simple as saying, oh, um, the, the elephants crashed into me, but they were really just plastic elephants and they fell apart and it didn't mean anything. Or uh, another way to deal with a nightmare, is, especially a chasing nightmare where something is chasing you, turn around and look at it and, you could ask it a question. You could say, why are you chasing me? And you'd be surprised. You would think, oh, I'm not going to get an answer. That's, you know, how, how can I get an answer like that? Your mind will come up with an answer that's going to give you the answer. Why is that thing chasing you? And that will then give you the clue to the dream. So when you work on something like that, even even a dream that's scary or, or that you think is scary, it will, can give you some wisdom that you would not have gotten any other way.
0: Okay, because nightmares are a way of you know God saying, listen, you did not get understand the dreams. Now this way, perhaps you will understand it. Uh, why the world is divided into almost like two segments? People normally talk about you know chase your dreams, dream big, but at the same time they say do not dream too much. You know it's a it's all daydreaming. It will not happen. How do you tell the our uh, yourself, ourselves that you know? dreaming is good especially to someone you know just growing up in uh, at this stage and and you tell them how to calibrate both the things dreaming in the real sense to understand their you know achieving their dreams as well as look at life practically
1: also well i first of all i disagree with with the idea that you should not dream big i think you should dream big uh aspiring to something is something, it gives us hope, it keeps us propelled, it keeps us moving. So anything, you know, that helps us glow along that path, I encourage. Uh Yes, you are asked, but there, there's the nighttime dream and there's the daytime dream. And both of them serve their own purpose. Because we can consciously live in a way that will help us create our dream lives in the daytime sense, in the sense of, you know, in, you know, increasing our income, finding our soulmate, uh, you know, increasing our, our improving our communication with others, uh, you know, having better you know family relationships and anything that's a positive creates a positive in our life. And there should be nothing stopping us from doing that except our egos, and that's, that's another part that that helps prevent us from living our dream lives, is uh, what I like to call, for lack of a better word, the crap that we put on ourselves every day. Uh, I'm not sure the exact amount. We we think something along the lines of you know seventy five thousand thoughts a day. Those are those little random things where we sometimes we hear voices in our heads, but you know things we're talking about, or or uh, an idea will go through our head. One, you know, go out a second later. It's that constant inner voice that's talking to us all day. Well, somewhere about 90% of those thoughts are negative. We don't realize it. We're not, because most of the time we're not consciously aware of any of those thoughts that are going through our head. But if you're imagining that you have all of this negativity inside you that's like a, a motor running on low all the time, that's going to keep you Stuck in a way, it's going to keep you from thinking you can do it. It's going to put up all of those, you know, self-limiting beliefs like "I'm not good enough," uh, "I'm not smart enough," uh, you know, "I'm not strong enough." Whatever, whatever the uh, "not not enough" is, that's keeping you down in your in your daily life. So, living or understanding our nighttime dreams, help us, for one, understand what those limitations are, because that can help us. We may not realize that we're living our life thinking that I'm not good enough, because that's deep in our subconscious. We don't realize that we're thinking that. Maybe once in a while, some event will have us say, oh, I'm not good enough. But if we're living like that all the time, that's going to keep us from preventing our goals, even if we make lists and make plans and say, Tay, I'm going to do this and "Hey, I'm going to do that and say, I'm going to do that. And that's going to help us get to our goal. How many times do you make those lists and then something comes up and it throws, us, throws you off your track? Well, that's that self-limiting belief, getting in the way and saying, you don't deserve this. You know, you don't believe that you deserve this. So you're going to do something to throw yourself off the track. Well, when you have a dream that helps you uncover that you have that belief, now that you know that you have that belief, you can work on it in your conscious mind. And there are many techniques you can you can go through that help you understand and eliminate that particular belief so you don't have it anymore. Once you get rid of those beliefs, then all those lists that you make about how to get to the plan that you want. You will follow that plan and you will keep on it because you know deep in your subconscious, I am good enough. I can do this. I deserve to have this. All of those things that that had been holding you back are now gone. And that's how you live your daytime dream life. That's how you make your dream life come true. But one more thing I want to say about dreams in the daytime, i.e. daydreams. Daydreams are equally as powerful as nighttime dreams. And there's no better example than this from as Thomas Edison. He was known for taking these little, you know, naps during the day. And that's where he got his inspiration for most of his inventions, because he was able to get into that quiet state, to get into that brainwave state where your subconscious is wide awake. You are free of all those limitations that you have in your conscious mind, and that's when those that creativity blooms, and those ideas that you would never think you could think of in your conscious mind come forth. And uh, you know that's how so many people come up with ideas for for books, for movies, for uh, artwork, any kind any kind of creativity in in the creative sense. But also creativity in the business sense, like, you know, a new business model or an idea for a new business or an idea to make your business happen. All of these kinds of ideas can get sparked when you're in that creative space and your dreams help you get there.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Even Archimedes, he also got that whole idea about the displacement theory when he was ready to take a bath. In that tub of water and suddenly thought about that the water displacement and all when you are into that particular zone maybe you know you reach that same zone during your dreams but help us understand debbie why do some people dream a lot some people less and some people either
1: no dreams or very very rarely okay well like i said everybody dreams and uh like depending on your sleep cycle, because you know we have a sleep cycle, we go through a series of dreams, and most people dream during their REM cycle, which which is you know one of the stages of sleep. There are studies, and this is one thing in the study of sleep and the study of dream work has grown exponentially in like the past twenty years, and things that we thought were facts 20, 30 years ago aren't. We used to believe that we only dreamt in the REM cycle. And there are studies that show, no, uh, a lot of dreams happen in that state where we're first falling asleep at night and also when we first, when we wake up in the morning. There are even some studies that are showing that some people even dream in deep sleep. And it was thought that you never dream in deep sleep. So we dream all the time. Everyone does. Now, why don't people remember this or know this? Because they don't believe dreams are important, and you know there some there have been society, societies all over the world. I mean, we've we've dreamt as humans. We have been aware of our dreams, you know, for as long as we've been uh, you know communicating with ourselves. And uh, there have been societies all over the world that have made dreaming the central for, the central focus of their society. Uh, here in America. The Iroquois Indians uh, were known for being a dreaming society. They would have uh, circles uh, in the mornings where they would all gather around, discuss their dreams. And they used this to plan their days. They used it to plan uh, their planting cycles. They would use it to decide whether they're going to have a treaty or a war with, with their neighboring tribes. You know, They would use it to help settle disputes between themselves or at whatever whatever was going on but they their society was based on that uh, there have been societies all over the world that have done the same thing uh over the years there are many reasons why dreams fell out of favor uh you know at in the middle ages uh you know the churches thought dreams were evil and so didn't encourage people to remember their dreams at all uh Previous to that, back in the, you know, uh, it, when the Greeks had their great societies, they had temples built for dreaming and they would have, uh, you know, people who would go into the temples, they would dream and then their, their priests would then help them interpret the dream. And that was one of the ways they ran their society. So we've had different parts of our history where dreams have been a central force. We still learn so much about dreams and you know, people like me, people who've done uh, dream research have seen all of the ways why, how dreams are important and how they help us.
0: Right, right. Even in India, you know, many kings have built big, uh, big places, big temples in India. Many people have, we, we have heard many stories like that and some temples are very famous. That's the way people used to look at dreams, you know, some of the instances that I can remember here for. uh, I want to understand, Debbie. then, you know, in terms of you talk about uh, that the interest in dreams rose much during the pandemic. Why is it so? Is it because people had time or is it they had more dreams during the pandemic and less during uh, less during those hectic days? Well,
1: I think it. Mostly had to do with people having more time and people not using their alarm clocks like they were. If they didn't have to get up and go to an office or go to commute, they didn't need an alarm clock. And so many times, you know, you might be having a dream and the alarm clock goes off and that dream goes away. So many people would remember dreams because... You know, it was the first thing they they thought of when they were just getting up and they could remember that dream. The other thing is that most of the dreams that people had during the pandemic were nightmares. And like I said, the nightmare is a dream you remember and you work on it. Uh, There's a wonderful researcher out of Harvard called Deidre Barrett who's done a lot of research on pandemic dreams. And she found that they, you know, they ran into, uh, again, most of them were nightmares. A lot of people had dreams about bugs. Crawling up on them. And of course, that referred to, you know, bug is a common word for saying, you know, a sickness, you have a bug. So that would be a way of they're expressing it, you know, or people having, you know, all kinds of things, you know, crawling, things raining down on them, Uh, things that are expressing their fears about what was happening during that time because, you know, life was just upended in all kinds of ways. And uh so that was one thing people and then once you heard about it, there was that became, you know, a very popular item of discussion in media. So once that happened, then more people would think, Oh, maybe I'll you know, I can remember my dream, or they'd have a nightmare and they'd remember it and maybe that got them thinking, Oh, maybe I'll get more interested in this. The other thing that became very popular in recent years that when I was first Going through my studies, I was taught that lucid dreaming was a very, very rare thing. Like I think it was three percent of all dreamers had lucid dreams. But the whole concept of lucid dreaming became very popular, and we realized that you can actually be taught how to have a lucid dream. Uh, most because most people thought oh it only it was only a natural occurrence, uh, and you can learn how to do it. And once people became aware that they could do that. They increase their interest in dreams was another way to get interested in dreams. Uh, So I think when people realize, as what I'm trying to say, that dreams are important and that dreams can give you insights that you can't have any other way and dreams can help you solve your problems. uh, That's what's helped the popularity of dreams grow and popular interest in dreams grow. Right. I will say I will say though one caveat. Uh I don't mean to say that oh you have a dream and you understand everything and life is perfect and it's wonderful. It's hard to remember a dream. If you're not in the practice of remembering a dream, it's hard because it takes practice. I like to say that remembering a dream is like going to the gym. You know, you don't go to the gym and do one push up and say you're in shape yeah no, you keep doing it. you you exercise, you exercise. Well, you have to exercise your dra- your brain to remember to get into that sleeping mode. So it may not happen, you know the first night night that you try to remember a dream, but it's something if you practice it and you believe it, it will become something you remember. And once you remember it and keep a dream journal writing it down, so you write down your dreams and remember them. And make a practice of that you'll have dreams on you'll remember your dreams on a more regular basis and they will be more meaningful for you
0: right right god wants you to uh, think about something and he makes it difficult for you to remember it so it's is it good to have a uh, a notebook by the by your bed so that as soon as you remember you just write it
1: down absolutely because Dreams are in that that part of our brain. It's, it's extreme short-term memory. And if you don't write it down, you're most likely to forget it. Especially if you have a dream in the middle of the night and you go back to sleep. You definitely will not remember it unless you write it down. And uh, there are different ways you could do it. You know, I, I do it old-fashioned way. I have a little notebook and, and a pen so I can just, you know, scribble down, you know, what I had during the night, there are also many dream apps on on your phone. So you can just pick up your phone, push a button and talk it as long as it doesn't doesn't bother your, your significant other, (laughs) you know, it's fine. But uh, (laughs) a lot of people prefer to do that because it's easier. Maybe it helps you remember more about the dream doing that. So that's a personal preference, you know, try whichever one works best for you, but definitely. Um, it's a very. We like to call them, you know, they're always like like little hairs, and you know, if you don't pay attention to it, you know, and make a practice of remembering it, it it just blows away.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. One last question I wanted to understand, Debbie, was that you know, in when we are dreaming, uh, some people say we go to another world. In that the world of dreams, where this actually this is happening is it true we go to another world or that world comes within us in this whole grand scheme of things we don't know how nature works how universe works how god works but how does what is your understanding of how this world exists in our head
1: well i'll i'll, I'll leave a uh, more perfect explanation to the philosophers on this but my belief is it it's our subconscious you know it's our our mind it's our soul and I think the the dreams come to us but in that dream when when we it comes to us but we can be anywhere uh I personally haven't had dreams like this but I know people who have dreams where they go to planets galaxies far away you know I can't speak to that personally but I know people who have have done that my dreams are more I would say earthbound in that sense. You know, the, the the events take place in places that would be more more earthly than than otherworldly. But again, that's a personal thing. Dreams are very personal, and that's another reason why I say it's. I can't. One of the things I I, I also emphasize as a coach, I don't tell people what their dreams mean. I help them understand what it means uh, by asking them questions about the dreams, going into in depth until until they can come to that conclusion of what it can mean to them. I can help them. I can help maybe give them some hints, uh, but I don't tell them what it means because a dream is very individual. I can have a dream about something. You could have the same exact dream with the same facts in it, but it will have a totally, totally different meaning because of your circumstances, my circumstances, the thing, everything about it. So.
0: Right, right, Debbie. Talking of coaching, you know, I want to understand your one-to-one coaching that you offer. Tell us a bit more about that so that, you know, there is much to understand about dreams, about your nightmares, uh, how it can, you know, change your life. So this, a lot of people may want to connect with you regarding learning more and also to make use of your one-to-one coaching.
1: Sure. And like I said, the thing I love about the one-to-one is because I work with dreams and dreams are so individual. so many different ways, you know, to look at it. But uh, when somebody comes to me, uh, first of all, I offer a, you know, a complimentary evaluation where we look at, you know, first of all, can I help you? Uh, Because I am a coach and I say, I'd like to distinguish between a coach and a therapist. If you have a deep psychological issue going on, you need a therapist. You know, I'm not the person. I'm the person to go to if, you know, maybe you're in a life crisis, but you're basically, you know, have no underlying issues, or or you're 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 in a questioning mode, or you, you know you're unsure about things and uh, need some guidance on where to go in a certain situation. Then I'm the person to come to. So the first thing we do when I have a client is I have them fill out uh, an intake form because to get them if I know them and know where they're coming from, I can help better understand the kinds of things that they're looking for. And uh, and then we'll have a session and in the session, you know, if they have a dream, we'll talk about the dream and see where that leads to, you know, whether uh, that dream may help them understand something or may, it may, The dream may not be the answer, but the dream may give us the clue. Like it may help us see there is something blocking you. We have to go a little bit further and see what is it that's blocking you. And then I have tools that help uncover those self-limiting beliefs and tools that help the person identify, get rid of those self-limiting beliefs and work on, at that point, a plan dealing with a specific issue that, that they're looking for, uh, you know, if they're looking for greater self-confidence, there are some tools that I help them, uh, to get to that point. Uh, I don't do business coaching, but if they're looking for ways to, you know, have a better sense of self, a uh, better sense of, you know, finding purpose, uh, I can help them find the purpose so then they to go to the next step, you know, if they need coaching on a specific business, uh, and the same thing with, with relationships. I help them identify what's missing in the relationship and how to get there. Uh, so there are all kinds of methods once we're I've identified the issue. And then help them learn how to be better dreamers. Because my goal is by the time you're done working with me, you will be able to help yourself. And, uh, you know, it's... I'd say that my goal is to get rid of clients, but my goal is to help you help yourself, so that you know you can get these answers by yourself, and you wouldn't need to rely on me to help you get there anymore.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So for those people who'd like to learn more from you, also get your coaching, one-to-one coaching with from you, what is the best way for them to connect with you?
1: Okay. Well, my website, which is the Dream Coach dot net and that's all one word the dreamcoach.net. Uh I'm also on social media. I'm a dream with Debbie on Facebook, the Dream Coach on Instagram and LinkedIn. Uh I also have a podcast, Dream Power Radio, which deals with both daytime and nighttime dreams. It's an interview show, just like this one. Yeah, <laughs> and, right. But, but I also have had some solo shows where I talk about how to remember dreams and how to deal with nightmares and the things we talked about, how to deal with panic situations. Uh, But you can get me at thedreamcoach.net or email me at debbie at thedreamcoach.net if you have specific questions. I'm always here to answer.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us.